Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the collegejabro.com NFL Draft Black. The audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL Draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I am your show host, Bo Marchanti. Love for you folks stopping by and joining us. Apple Music, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere where you listen to your podcast, you can find these free and available. Just simply type in NFL Draft Blast, and you will find the long list of 2022 NFL Draft processes we've brought to you thus far in this draft season. Today we have a young man. He comes from Louisiana, Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns, the Sunbelt Champs, if you will. And this kid... I'm not going to lie, I love watching this guy play. I love how fast he is on the field. I love how he can sift through traffic. He can make a play anywhere on that defensive side of the ball. He was also out at the NFLPA Collegian Bowl, a fabulous invite for any player with their aspirations to make it to this next level. But it is none other than the standout, Farad Gardner. Farad, welcome to the program, my friend. How's this afternoon treating you? It's doing well. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Uh, we appreciate you stopping by. And uh, what's it like leaving your college season going out as a champion, Sunbelt champ? You can't ask for anything better, right? Right. It was, a, it was a wonderful experience. It was something we had been working really hard for the entire season. Um, Coach Napier came in and changed the culture in 2018. We had win in 2019 and fell short. 2020 named co-champion. So in 2021, to finally bring it home in Louisiana was, was very big for us. Yeah, that had to be even better uh, winning that on Cajun Field. It had to be something that when you look back at life, uh, one of your fondest memories. And for you, I mean, I do. I love your skill set. I love how versatile you're that hybrid, modern age type outside linebacker safety. Uh, you know, the Mark Barons, the Landon Collins, those Jamal Adams type. Where do you kind of place yourself when I try to describe who you are? Uh, kind of in the same similar skill set, I, I want to be able to be versatile. I want to be known to not be limited to play one position. Uh, whatever team I end up going to, ultimately, I want to be versatile for that team, just not being limited to one position. Whatever they see me as, I feel like I want to go into the opportunity and make the most of whatever situation I get handed. So being versatile, being able to play fast, play to my strengths has always been something in my game that I've, I've uh, continued to work on. I have to continue to work on it if I want to excel at the next level. Yeah, you know, and that's exactly what I see when I see you play. You play fast. You play fast. Not out of control. You're just quick to diagnose and see and react and make the play. Uh, I always like to start the shows by kind of rewinding all the way back to the Pop Order Wee days. Were you the better guy way back then? Were you the kid where parents wanted to check the birth certificates because you were scoring too much? (laughs) Well, uh, something like that. I used, I used to have a nickname growing up. They used to call me Bring the Pan Gardener. So I wasn't scoring a lot of touchdowns, but I was making a lot of tackles back then. So I guess that kind of translated later on down in my life, and I just chose to play defense as opposed to offense. So, but, I mean, it was, it was really good. We actually played with some really good some really good players growing up. We had a, a little league team. Um, 
Parkview Panthers. Darius Slay was on that team. Duke Shelley was on that team. Um, Gigi, Gigi Robinson, Alonzo Brown. We had we had some really good guys. Some guys that are actually on some NFL teams now. So it was a uh, it was good to play with those guys in and see how they progress now and just you know just know we all come from the same background. Definitely, you know, that that had to be a powerhouse team. I mean, you guys just had to dominate. I, I can't imagine. Did you guys ever lose a game? We ended up losing the championship to a, a team we blew out the first, uh, one of the first games in the season. Um, it was it was actually pretty. Oh. We put up to the championship game. We put up to the championship game in Hummer limos as uh, nine year old kids. <laughs> that is classic. I, I knew I was excited to get you on today, and it's it, you are definitely delivering for uh, once again for our Gardner the standout Louisiana Lafayette standout hybrid linebacker safety, if you will, very versatile, very well rounded, and as he mentioned in the show earlier, plays fast, and that's what teams love the guys who play quick. Uh, for you, I, I, I got to ask because I'm so I mean you definitely have the level. You're at the NFLB. How did how did you get lost in the shuffle coming out of high school where you went the JUCO route before you got to Louisiana? Uh, well, originally I I took uh, I had some some smaller scholarship offers and I, I was talking to the University of Missouri at the time. I took took the time to go ahead and walk on the University of Missouri. I wanted to go and bet on myself, and um, some things happened. Coach Coach Pinkle ended up getting cancer and stepping down. They brought in a whole new staff, and I thought it'd be best for me okay. to go the JUCO route just completely start over and bet on myself once again at a completely different level. Uh, in the middle of Kansas, in the middle of nowhere, no family, nobody around me. I just wanted to go bet on myself in a situation where it was get some scholarship offers or, and ultimately Louisiana came and reached out early in the process and uh, were talking to me every day and we built a really good relationship and that's ultimately where I decided to go. And you knocked the ball out. Yeah. Now I don't know if you share the same. Usually, any guy that once you know had to, uh, went to play JUCO ball, they they really thought it was a, a very helpful experience. I mean, did you kind of take the same thing out of it, where this kind of really helped mold you into where you needed to go, where you needed to be, who you needed to be? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It, it's just more like humbling for for me personally. Um, the JUCO experience just really showed me like. If you really love ball, you'll make it out because at that level, it's really nothing but ball. Like, you don't really have a whole lot of resources. There's a lot of people who are kind of at the jealous stage. You know, everybody's fighting for a spot. You know, certain people who don't make the, the fall team cuts of the actual roster, they're actually going home. They don't have any. They don't have scholarships to just have people sitting around at the JUCO level. So, if you don't make the team, you're a cut. So, it's a cutthroat business. So, you got to go out there every day and, and bust your butt. This is the same thing at the D1 level, but at the JUCO level, you're in the middle of nowhere. Like, for me, I was in the middle of Kansas. I was in Coffeyville, Kansas. All we had was McDonald's and a Long John Silver. So it's not really much else going on but ball. So you really got to really push yourself every day to really try and bring your best in a in a situation where there really isn't anything around you. Uh, I hear you. And you boy, hey, man, you've dominated up to this point, and I, I am. I, I cannot wait. I, I don't want to sound too excited because I'm supposed to be the show host, but I, I, I really I love what you bring to the table. I love watching you play. Uh, for you, I ask all the guys that come on the program, uh, think of those hallmark home run abilities that scouts are going to love. I mean, if you're in the film room with them, they're breaking down your tape. What do you think they're going to say, man, we got to bring this kid aboard the 53-man roster? Uh, I think my athleticism speaks to, speaks to highest on the, on the film, just being able to diagnose plays and play fast, being able to be Side on the sideline, being able to cover receivers, slot, 
tight ends, running backs. You know, I think that's the, the trademark of my game, just being able to be fast and be at multiple positions and play fast and play well, being able to be a, a leader for the defense. I was a three-time captain for the Louisiana Raging Cajun. Um, I'm very smart, very, very quick. I've spent countless hours with my previous defensive coordinator, Coach, Coach Tony, who's down at Florida now, guru, really good guy, really taught me the game, man, really showed me the ins and outs and helped me diagnose formations and be able to tell different types of personnel and, and get different coach, like different uh, types of keys for, like, specific plays that I can expect and anticipate to help me play faster. And at the next level, you definitely want to be able to anticipate and expect and, and play fast. So that's something I look forward to. Excellent. And I got to ask, it seems like you're a bit of a film junkie. With that said, it doesn't have to be a game, a, a play where you, you know, you, you sack the quarterback, you fumbled, you ran it 50 yards for a touchdown. But does a play come to mind where all week you're breaking down tape, Saturday rolls around, what you were watching comes to fruition? I mean, the tendencies of the offense or a player, does anything just ring a bell that you could share? Um, the, the first thing I can think of mind is, Probably in the championship game, we had been watching some about um, their 11 personal motions when they have one or like a motion where they have a, a receiver in the backfield. He motions out to like a slot receiver. They actually had one of the plays um, that had number five, one of the top receivers. He came out the backfield and motion to the slot, and I'm guarding him. And we're playing a skinny technique, which means I have all of him up and in. And I know they all run like short routes, short game. And as soon as he lines up a three, I know it's either stick or slant. And sure enough, he runs stick, and I'm playing inside out, and I end up getting him down. But it's just like, you know, knowing that type of thing, I could have really just jumped the route, but just playing it safe, I didn't, and I just end up getting him on the ground. But just having that recognition in my head and that, that awareness to know it's only a certain number of routes he can run, and I can really anticipate and set my leverage to a certain way or um, bait bait the receiver into releasing a certain way. You know, just having that having that mindset is just a different battle every play. And I pride my coaches on that, being able to, to help me with that, just going in the film room and helping me understand those concepts. Excellent, man. Uh, it's, like I said, that's I, I, one of my favorite questions to ask. Is you, just, you know, anyone who watches the game, you just assume, all right, you know, Farad made a tackle. But there's so much work and things that go in to just that tackle and, and you to share that with us. Uh, for me personally, my favorite question to get a response from. Uh, I believe, and I could be wrong, I think you're down at uh, MJP in Dallas training. How's that going for you? It's going really well. It's been a really good experience. I've had some really good people out here working with me and been training with some really good guys that, that really are athletic and really push me every day. So it's definitely been a grind, but I, I love to be out here in Dallas. I like it out here in Dallas. And it's, it's been a grind, man. I've been excited. Excellent. And also with EMG Sports, uh, fabulous guys. Uh, how did you know that these guys were going to be the best fit for you? Well, very important decision. You made a right one. But nonetheless, uh, what did they do? How did you know that this was family? Well, I just felt like the, the conversations I had over the, the course of figuring out my agents, I felt like these these guys stood out to me really. Um, the two main guys I really talked to were Ed and Jamie. Um, just speaking to them countlessly, I just could tell they were genuine guys. You know, they really weren't really just pushed. They just pushed and they understood who I was. They let me be myself, and I think that was the biggest thing. They knew exactly who I was. There wasn't any misdirection or people just trying to represent me, not actually knowing who I am. They went out of their way to, you know, really reach out and show me that they really cared for me and wanted to do right by me, and that stuck out to me, and that's why I chose them.
Excellent. It's in a solid choice. And Farad, uh, fabulous show. We are almost out of time, uh, but we do like to have a little bit of fun before we let you go. We call it three and out. Um, a few off the wall, lighthearted questions, if you were. You ready to take a shot with some of those? Uh, yes, sir. Let's get to it. Okay. Now, uh, Billy Napier, he's off to Florida, but you were coached by him at Louisiana. Um, did he have any crazy pet during practice in absolute no-no if you were caught doing this you might catch a little hell um the only thing that the only thing that i could really strike because napier is hitting the ground hitting the ground during practice he hates that or if you go touch levi man nobody needs to get anywhere near levi that's the big no-no <laughs> and napier had a, a really nice catchphrase that he likes to say at that time but that's just for him so that's the only no-no i could think of <laughs> Excellent. And how about this one? At MJP tomorrow, when you arrive at the facility, Farrard Gardner is going to be a trainer, and you get to pick one of the guys on staff and put them through a workout, make them sweat, make them go through a little pain. Who are you going to work out at MJP tomorrow? Oh, I'm going to work out Drew. Drew Little. He's our strength. He's our strength and conditioning coach. He runs all of our like workouts um, as far as in the weight room. And Drew's just a funny guy, but he's he's actually pretty awkward. So I know how to make Drew a little uncomfortable. So me running the workout and him having to go through it, I think that'd be really good to put the whistle in my hands. <laughs> I love it. And then the final one is we count down the days to this 2022 NFL draft, and you will wait to hear your name come off the board. When you're with family and friends, finding out where you're going to land in the National Football League, who's the best cook? Who's the best cook in your family, and what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate this next football journey? Uh, well, I think the best cook is either my mom or my grandmother, and I'm going to be with both of them uh, around that time of the draft. So whatever either one of them cooks, I'll be happy to go get three, four plates or whatever they make. So <laughs> I'm excited to see whatever they put down in the kitchen, and I'm going to be the first one in the kitchen regardless of what's in there. So. I'm just excited for the opportunity to see how that weekend stands out. <laughs> Wonderfully done. Hey, Farad, absolute pleasure having you on. I'd like to always say, stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and uh, keep doing what you're doing, or we're going to see you at the next level, my friend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you again for the opportunity. No problem at all. Once again, that is Farad Gardner, the standout from the Raging Cages here on the CCP. This has been a C2P exclusive. Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.